Could um, you get PCP? I could probably get PCP. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Well, you know, it's like, yeah, naked upstairs, jerking off to kitty porn. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> legally. Uh-huh. I mean, you want fucking grandmothers shitting on each other? Mm-hmm. It's out there. Yeah. Because they're all pussies. Oh boy. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Someone has to listen to me. Three people leaped in front of subway trains in three different boroughs. The Upper West Side of Manhattan, Queens, and the Bronx. Uh, One dead, a 20-year-old man jumped in front of a Manhattan-bound L train. Uh, I said, uh, pulled into the Myrtle Wyckoff station. Uh, he died 30 minutes later at the medical center. You know, a lot of people don't know why do people jump in front of trains. Well, the truth is, you don't have to be suicidal when you get there. Some days the MTA just gives you a little bit too much time to think about it. And that's an absolute fact. Uh, do be careful out there. Control your tendencies and your urges. And uh, welcome of Mazzy and Pope, Jim Poke. Hello. How you doing, Jim? Oh, I'm always good. Nice to be here. Yeah. On yeah. a sunny, uh, sunny afternoon. Yeah, you're relaxed today. Yeah, I'm off. It's wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. What do you, uh, you're in your phone a lot for a guy who's off. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you're never really off when you work for yourself, but, um. <laughs> not the know, truth. I help, but, uh, but I'm, I'm a, I'm not in the office, I'm not wearing a suit. Well, that's... Really the best you can hope for. Yeah, and I'm sitting in the smallest room in New York City. Now, occasionally a cop does something illegal. Crime never sleeps. The law never sleeps. An NYPD officer accused of robbing a dead man, stealing his credit card number. Uh, This was uh, Yumacula Pierre. I don't know if, how many of these, uh, uh, you know, interesting names. Uh, you probably, you know, you, d- you deal with a lot of uh, clients, uh, that, you know, from gangs and things like that. Have you ever seen the name uh, Yamacula before? Not to, you know, presume it's a gang name or something, but it's uh, it's unusual. I actually have seen Immacula, Immaculata. It's, it's off of, like, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It's a religious name. It's, uh, yeah, the spelling threw me off. Y-M-M-A-C-U-L-A. Well, right. that, that one, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, as I said, and I've also seen it. Um, this guy sounds like he might be Haitian. Oh, this is a woman, though. Or a woman. I'm sorry. This woman might be a Haitian or Immaculate something. Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Haitian with the French. Yeah. Accused of disgraceful conduct using the credit card information of a dead man to buy expensive jewelry, said Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance. You ever met Cyrus Vance? I have met Cyrus Vance. And what's he like? Um, I only met him once at this, uh, he was speaking at NYU to about, uh, about white-collar crime and its prosecution. I spoke to him for a brief period afterwards. I asked him to be on the show. He politely declined. <laughs> Thanks so much. I did though. I did actually mention that, and um, after after we talked for a few minutes, but uh, he was he was very nice. He was a very nice guy. He was um, a total prick, you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's uh, got a lot at stake, Dixon. Cut well, the man some slack. Hey, uh, you yeah, know, so, hey, he'll retire someday. Then maybe we'll get him. Thirty-year-old uh, Pierre was indicted on criminal possession of stolen property, identity theft, and official misconduct charges for the brazen theft. Now, uh, what happens is uh, she went for a wellness check. Uh, to see, uh, basically, that's, that's is this guy dead, right? Yeah. And is it, and it's also a way to get around the Fourth Amendment. I understand. That's at certain. It's a good times. one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that happens uh, with with some degree of regularity. I was thinking probably not as much in New York City as, as maybe in other places because uh, it's not realistic to say, "Well, I heard someone screaming." Uh, necessarily. <laughs> well, wellness check is usually usually instituted by a person's relatives when they haven't heard from that person for a few days. That person hasn't responded to phone calls, and generally, when there's a reason to think, like you know, like the eighty five year old who lives by himself mm-hmm. and his family can't get him on the phone, 
somebody knocked on the door, nobody answered. That's well, that's so what you dead. call him. Yeah, that's 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 the suspicion is he's dead. So you sent him on a wellness check. Well, the guy didn't show up for work, and uh, so the, so cops come up for a wellness check. She she ended up uh, she's accused now. I mean, she vouchered some of his property first of all. Sure. Now, uh, why would you voucher in that situation a Mastercard? I mean. Uh, officially vouch. <laughs> I mean, I know why. Yeah. But I mean, like, what what would be the rationale for that? Well, so, so that somebody doesn't do what she did. Oh, I see. Um, then you know, to although, prevent the theft. I, I will say this is not the most offensive crime. The more offensive would have been had had he been alive. You think then so? This would, well, yeah. I mean, what the fuck does he care if his identity gets stolen now? He's dead. Well, I, Master Part's pretty screwed on this one. <laughs> I, well, she's, you know, uh, she, somebody's getting ripped off, and it's not, I mean, it could be his family. You know, they, I they don't think they're going to have to assume this bill. I really yeah. doubt it. No. Well, I don't know. Something about picking over a corpse when you're a public servant, just sort of a... See, I, I'm thinking victimless crime. Well, you know, <laughs> some people would view it that way. I mean, other than MasterCard, but, you know, victimless. Well, Zales uh, almost got themselves a sale, a $3,200 ring. And uh, unfortunately, they, I guess for them, uh, it was stopped. They stopped the shipment in time. And, uh, yeah, it was great. So you say finders keepers on that. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it's 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 illegal. You don't, don't rob the dead. <laughs> <laughs> she pleaded not guilty. We'll see what happens. Her attorney says she's a wonderful person, by the way. Who's her attorney? Uh, let me just look at that. Her attorney is. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't take note of, of the attorney's name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let me, let me let me translate from attorney speak. When they uh-huh. say somebody's a wonderful person, it means yeah. they're guilty as fuck. Oh yeah. It means I can't I can't actually address the allegations. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll throw something else out there. She loves her kids. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. FBI agents arrested a man suspected of trading child pornography. 22-year-old Bradley Morrow apprehended while stashing a, a hard drive while naked in his parents bedroom closet so wait he was arrested while he was naked he was naked stashing a hard drive another victimless crime yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think that's figurative it's it's an actual hard drive it's not like he's you know uh it's it's not a euphemism for touching himself or something stashing a hard drive now during a a security sweep of the residence a task force officer observed morrow this is from the fbi uh, uh complaint um Morrow, she spotted him nude, standing halfway inside a closet in his parents' bedroom, holding an item of clothing over his private area. As modest as it was FBI agent uh, Danielle Messina. Uh, Messina. Messineo, sorry. Uh, but uh, I, I guess they had a warrant, you know, and they came right in. Now, the parents lied to the FBI at first, saying, yeah, he's uh, not here, he's at work. In a situation like that, how liable are the parents going to be? I mean, they could be liable for for obstructing a, an official investigation, but I don't think anybody's going to prosecute them over that. You don't think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, what well, you know, it's like, yeah, he's naked upstairs, jerking off to kitty porn. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, they are his parents, <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> Little loyalty, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's. You know, here's what I never understand about the kitty porn people. Uh-huh. Can't they get those, like, young porn, like, those young-looking people in porn, but, like, the site says all models are over 18? Like, do they really need to know their kids? <sighs> they can't just fake themselves out? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I represented a guy who was a gay porn star, and the reason he got so much work is he looked really young. Hmm. Like, he looked really, really young, and he would go, and the sites would say, you know, it's, this is this much, and, you know, this, he's all models are this age, and then, then it would be like, you know, teacher-student crap. 
Right. Oh, okay. And so, so he was, he's, he's and in what, 20, 21? Yeah, he was, how, he was actually like 24. He how just, old do you have to be to do porn? I, I, I didn't know there was an age limit. I mean, you've seen the internet out there. It's, <laughs> there's a taste for well, everyone. Well, there's got to be an age limit. I mean, even if it's kiddie porn. Oh, no, to, to actually perform in pornography, I believe, well, in New York, you're really not allowed to. It's technically prostitution. But in the states that, uh, the states that allow it, it's usually 18. Okay. I've, I've never seen it younger than 18, in fact, even though you can have sex younger than that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Strange, right? In some states, like, I mean, some states as low as 16, um, you know, frankly, most of them are our most conservative states. So basically, if you're in a state that's, like, crazed for President Palin, chances are the age of consent is much younger. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think I looked it up once. It was, like, Kentucky, Idaho, a few others, but... Uh, I, they, yeah, they got conservative values, uh, marrying young. Mm-hmm. And uh, By the way, the lowest age of consent for sexual activity in the world is in one country... One of the smallest on the planet. Nobody knows what it is, but it's uh, the age of consent is 12. Mm-hmm. And age that of would, consent is 12. That would be, ready, for the big reveal, or do you want to guess first? Uh, Philippines? Nope, nope, not now, even close. Now, I know, I know Mexico has, uh, th- what, they have an age of consent that is puberty in one in one of their say and so yeah. that's potentially lower but that's not 12. a whole nation state. This is a nation state, and, and Mexico wouldn't be it. I said it's one of the smallest in the world. Okay. Well, this yeah, and that, and that isn't just one part of Mexico. So no, I don't know. It's the Vatican. <laughs> Vatican City. Vatican City. Yes, that country, the Vatican. Wow, that's remarkable, isn't it? Um, Hence the reason when you know they were 12. priests were having sex with twelve-year-old boys. They were like, um, it's legal. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's the age of consent. Yes. <laughs> Wow, what a twisted world we live in. It's, 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 I knew you'd love that juicy little thing. So this guy would be in the clear there. I mean, I don't know what he was looking at. I mean, if he went younger than 12, well, I, I don't think even a, even a young-looking porn star could probably fake that one. But You know what he says is that he is interested in teens and that he traded child pornography to get what he wanted. So it sounds as if he might not even be that interested in, in children. Then he's the stupidest person in the world. <laughs> Yeah. What you want right He's now an individual. is a small online fee away. Yeah. <laughs> Completely legally. Uh-huh. I mean, you want fucking grandmothers shitting on each other. Mm-hmm. It's out there. Yeah. You know, he got cheap. That's his problem. Well, you know, he, he lives with his folks, and uh, a lot of people on Long Island, they stay, they live with their folks. Yes, yes. And, and it'll, uh, it takes them a while to, to get their shit together. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I mean, I, I, I would I, even I, ask mom and dad for money. It's like, mom and dad, it's either this or I'm trading kitty porn. Look, you got to understand. <laughs> <laughs> At work, he was. Well, uh, all right. Yeah, enough of that guy. You know, I mean, it's a weird, uh, it, it's, it's, I think they, they like the, uh, in, in the news story, they, they like the detail of him being nude. Oh, absolutely. When they get there. Because the idea is it's like, I'm going to jerk off to the last possible minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going away for a while, but I'm going to get this done. You squeeze into the closet here. Uh, right. Well, um, a man had, uh, uh who, who kidnapped his ex-girlfriend, got 60 years, uh, just, uh, just yesterday, uh, he kidnapped, uh, his ex-girlfriend with her two-year-old daughter and, uh, he, they got, he got 60 years in prison and he has to register as a sex offender. Yeah. Which I think is, uh, 
I mean, well, I mean, is he going to go around and, and, and make the announcement to uh, his cellmate? Uh, to, uh, I mean, everybody on the cell block? Who, who is he? You know, what's the point? Make sure the prison isn't within 100 yards of his school. <laughs> All right, exactly. What's the point? I mean, it's, it's statutory. And what's interesting is kidnapping is one of the worst for having to register as a sex offender. No so many kidnappings have nothing to do with any sexual-related offenses. Yeah, it and didn't it's really one seem... of those statutes that yeah. requires it. And mm-hmm. worst is, is I knew a guy who was convicted of kidnapping in 1968. No sexual related at all. He was convicted of kidnapping and he was charged with a murder, but he was actually acquitted on the murder. And uh, a- after he served his sentence, he had to register as a sex offender. And it was like, had he just been convicted on the murder, he would have been a better position. Wow. Yeah, kidnapping's a big deal then, huh? Yeah. It's, Why? It's, I mean, <laughs> I know it's bad. <laughs> well, I mean... Really, because the legislator, when they were enumerating the crimes that forced people to register as sex offenders, they stuck kidnapping in there. Hmm. That's the only... I mean, I, I'm i sure because certain people were kidnapping for the purposes of sexual... You know, I'm sure people were kidnapping kids to have sex with them, but... Yeah. I mean, once, you ha- once you're once holding somebody captive, it's But like, it does feel like some level of... Matter of course, almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's <You> custom. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're duct taped. You're living in my place. You're... Uh, <laughs> You're going to come up with some ass. No one rides for yeah, free, the, right? The woman was uh, uh, friggin' uh, 30, she's, uh, 30 years old. This guy's 36, Johannes Anglin. Uh, the case was in 2012. Held her captive for five months. Wow. In, in, a, in a dingy one-room apartment. Yeah, I managed to keep him that long. This apartment rented by his mother. At the sentencing, the judge recalled the victim's gut-wrenching testimony. He said it was something that he would never forget. The court staff has never forget. He said, you know, he hopes that uh, the child will recover without any memory of the hor- horrendous acts. And he added that he wished he could confine Anglin. I love it when they get creative like this. I wish, he said, he wished he could confine the defendant under the same conditions he held the woman and baby with no food, water, or toilet. But to be fair, if you don't have any food or water, you don't need a toilet. Uh, I'd also, obviously, there was some food or water because they lived for five months. Well, yeah, exactly. They survived. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, seem entirely. No food or water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, relative, I'll admit, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were very hungry. If we're on the letter of the law here, it seems like they ate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like I'm sure the prison's going to be on the whole a, a worse stay than than that was. Well, let's see. It's a, he's going to be kept in a dingy room without access to leave. That that one we got. Mm-hmm. He will receive food or water. I mean, the quality of that is debatable. Uh-huh. Yeah, and a, a toilet which he has to have like in front of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, where he brushes his teeth on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be bad. Yeah, he's going to be there sixty years instead of five months. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, judge. <laughs> he's got true. it pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, fuck him, you know, but like still, yeah. it's like... No, I'm, not, I'm not crying for him. I just think the judge is a bit dramatic. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I, I, why, why do they do that? Why do these judges have these... Because they can. Yeah. Because they can. Someone has to listen to me. And I mean, in this one, he's probably saw reporters in the courtroom. So he's like, oh, let's make it good. Yes. I, I wish that you had no food, sir. I love that. I love that every one of your judges sounds absolutely nothing come, like a New York City judge. I can't come up with a new judge voice every time. That there's no, you a, can't. But like my point is, is you have the judge from my cousin Vinny, which was in like Alabama. It's, these are, it's, it's not these exactly. These are judges sitting in Brooklyn. No, Fred Gwynn's judge is a little different. That's a, you know, it's a, mine's, mine goes, it's, it's based on Robert Byrd's voice, what I imagine oh, Robert, yes. Robert Byrd's voice to be. Might not be. Striking resemblance to Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders? 
Yeah, it's, uh, the way you talk pictures, like like I always saw Colonel Sanders. Like, uh, have the boy bring me some more chicken. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the most racist thing. Which is what I've Colonel Sanders heard. absolutely was. Have the boy bring me some more chicken. Yeah, that's that's what your judge sounds like. He sounds like that motherfucker sitting in a white suit in some but he's plantation. Not that man. He's named not. like Twin Oaks or something like that. I'm gonna edit this out. This is all coming out. <laughs> From January to May, they missed the whole early spring. And uh, and then finally, they were rescued when cops, uh, uh, a neighbor heard, uh, uh, slapped the victim. He told her to shut the fuck up. Wait, that's the first thing the neighbor heard? That's what I thought. <laughs> I said, how did this sound unusual in an East New York one-room apartment anyway? Right. I mean, like, first off, five months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Finally, you heard Nobody something. bothered to scream. Yeah. <laughs> well, she had a dog in there with her, too, in the courtroom, by the way. Australian the, the victim? Labradoodle Paws, uh, Paws, I guess is the name of it. But anyway, the first uh, comfort Didn't, dog to be allowed in a New York courtroom to assist with a, a victim impact. Oh, yeah, statement. they just got one of these at the NASA DZA's office. They were so excited about their comfort dog. Oh, wait, you mean it's not her dog? No, she, it's like the DA's office's dog. Oh, I thought, I had no idea. And then you like give them to victims. I thought so that they got to keep it. They don't no, no, it. no, it's like... <laughs> Like, you want to pet the dog while you talk? I know, like, the best assignment as a DA is to be the DA that's in charge of the comfort dog. Oh. They all want to be that. Oh, wow. You get to play with a dog all day. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Pete's like looking at pictures of mangled babies or something. I wonder why the Labradoodle, why the, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I didn't know that Labradoodles had ethnicities or, or, or nationalities, if you will. Australian, yeah. Yeah. It's... The Labradoodle's like, Gadai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strikingly different Labradoodle than, say, an American uh, Labradoodle. He's an Aussie from Oz. <laughs> I already thought a Labradoodle was kind of a mixed breed anyway. I, didn't I apologize to everybody in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, to, all of you. <laughs> to all of our fans. <laughs> I just can't get enough of a bad Australian accent. Uh, it's the best. I met an Australian girl over the weekend, or not over the weekend, a couple of days ago, and I would say she had some real views on uh, everything that's going on here. She was like, wow, your women have taken over. <laughs> you guys need to get your shit together. Ah, I love those. I love She's it. Very straightforward. It was refreshing. And I was like, uh, okay. The, you ever notice the words of Australia always strike me as really weird? What do you mean, the words? I don't know. I just, I feel like it's like, you know, it's, it's like a, we call it a pond. It's like, it's a billabong. And, you know, it's like you learn these things about Australia. I remember that. No, dude, they're they're pulling your leg. A billabong. That's how the song goes. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong. And I had to look up billabong. And they're like, it's it's a pond. I'm like, man, that's I'm a... I'm pretty sure that's not in common usage. I mean, did you see the Simpsons on that? I absolutely loved it. He's like, nah. he's like what are these? He's like, that's a bullfrog. That's a strange name it was. I'd have called it a chuzzwuzzler. <laughs> Come on now. Big stick with hole. It's a didgeridoo. I mean, these are great words. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to go someday. I've already made the claim. That Me the too. News, news horror Mandy Stadmiller will uh, take on in a bare knuckle fair boxing match a kangaroo. Now, I mean, a couple of people sent me this champion kangaroo that's like seven well, foot tall. You know, let's let's warm her up first. Biggest. I mean, nobody that's jumps right in the ring. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be your manager. I'm the Don King of, of Girl vs. Kangaroo. We got lady. this, Jim. I'm saying, you know, a few exhibitions before, you know, yeah. you, go, you go right to the champ. And that's exactly what I told him. Look, we're, we've been dealing with this on Twitter. Okay. You, you, well, you're never on. You're never on Twitter, or you'd or you'd be privy to all this. Yeah, it's it's called being employed. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> I would hate that. 
Uh, 26-year-old Anthony O'Grady was standing in front of a midtown Dunkin' Donuts when he heard shouts and then saw a police officer chase a man into the street and shoot him right in the middle of the avenue. Well, uh, moments later, O'Grady spoke to a Times reporter. He said the wounded man was in flight when he was shot. He looked like he was trying to get away from the officers. That's what O'Grady said. Well, uh, you know, it turns out another witness there, a 41-year-old Sonny Calso. She'd been riding her bicycle. You know what she saw? You know what she saw? I think I do know what she saw. She saw officers shoot a man in handcuffs. Shoot a man who'd already been cuffed. Wow. She was shaken by the encounter. She contacted contacted the Times newsroom. She's like, how did I tell you this? Told the story in shocking detail. I saw a man who was handcuffed being shot. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's what I saw. So, uh... A man was in the intersection, laying there. He'd been shot by the cops. The police department then released a, a, the, and they did in fact shoot a guy there. Yes, they did. Uh, a, a surveillance video that showed they were both wrong. And you have seen that video oh, if yeah. you look at uh, New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon on Facebook, because we posted it there. Uh, after a string of Thor attacks, a hammer wielding assailant chased an officer, swinging the weapon at the female cop, was shot by another officer. That was David Barrel. And he's charged uh, with assault and uh, multiple Manhattan hammer attacks. Uh, so uh, I'm really glad he's not on the streets. I am very glad that he's not on the streets. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, he was for a day or two, and it was a nightmare. Uh, people were scared because there's a hammer-wielding guy. <laughs> it's, you know, he was just randomly walking it's up. It's kind of like a mini Maxim Gelman. Swatting him with a hammer. Yeah, it's, yeah a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, less angel dust or PCP or whatever. That's what I should have brought up. The dude the other day told me that. that I, I, now, do you know anything about PCP? Could um, you get PCP? I could probably get PCP. Really? Yes. <laughs> just ask a client. Well, I'm just wondering because uh, if the uh, dusters are weird, man. Oh yeah. Duster. I had a guy in my office once on PCP. Mm-hmm. And he was completely out of it. Tell me about it. I mean, it's not that exciting a story because he didn't do anything. But it would be like you'd ask him a question, and his eyes would just sort of bug out and look at you and. Then you'd ask him again, and he'd try to really reason, and he couldn't. But then he'd get distracted by simple things. And his girlfriend, she's like, I, he, he's so nervous about talking to a lawyer, he got dusted up. And I was like, dusted up? And then she explained to me, angel dust, PCP. And I was, man. This really is, takes the edge off. Huh? Yeah, it did, didn't didn't <laughs> seem to help at all. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, anyway, back to this story. Though. It's, uh, people just had weird memories about this thing. Uh, you know, like uh, he was actually uh, chasing an officer. He wasn't being chased. He was chasing an officer, swinging that hammer, and then the officer's partner uh, shot the man. David Decided Brown. to up his game. Yeah, went after a cop. So, uh, so Miss Calza did not see Mr. Barrel being shot while in handcuffs. He is in the video and in still fo- photographs. He's freely swinging the hammer, then lying on the ground with his arms. At his side, he was handcuffed a few moments later mm-hmm. after he'd been shot. So with all the accounts in the news, this is what the the witness, once she was, you know, saw the video, said, well, with all the accounts in the news of police officers and shootings, I assume the police were taking advantage of someone who was easily discriminated. So you didn't against. see shit. Yeah, but she said, based on what I saw, I assumed the worst, even though I looked away. And now her uncertainty was gone. And she said, it makes, makes me think about everything in life. That's good. But yeah, I mean, this is... Look, memory is not great. That's that's a well-established fact. Memory is not great. And people remember things sometimes that simply aren't true. And it's it's well known in the criminal defense community. It's it's one of the reasons actually like a smarter prosecutor will avoid 
people giving physical descriptions unless they're absolutely necessary. Because mm-hmm. it's always coming. He was about uh, five foot seven. Well, stand up, six two. <laughs> you know, people remember things like that. Now, this now there's also this idea of false memories. I don't believe in false memories. I really think that's a complete sham. I think it was something cooked up by my brethren and defense attorneys to come up with something, or 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 plaintiffs' attorneys to sue their parents for sexual abuse that never happened. Oh, I see. You're talking about yeah, false memories I mean, but, uh, from forever yeah, ago. But I mean, I do think that somewhat somewhat people's brains fill in the gaps and they remember things that may not be entirely true. That mm-hmm. being said, she went in excruciating detail about this whole situation. Then all of a sudden, it's it's just so established and clearly not true. I feel like she went to the the Times with an agenda on this. Well, you know, in in, in a way, you could interpret it that way. But I think I, maybe it's her own brain that had an agenda. Very possibly. I mean? uh, and and with like like on a subconscious level, uh, cognitive psychologists say uh, studies of memories of traumatic events. Uh, they uh, they they consistently show how common it is for errors to creep into confidently recalled accounts. It's pretty normal, said Darren Strange. That's an associate psychology professor, John Jay. That's the, uh, that's the hard thing to get our heads around. It's frightening how easy it is to build a false memory. In one study, Dr. Strange, which is awesome, <laughs> showed people a film of a car accident in which five people, including a baby, were killed. Well, uh, once they'd seen the video, um, the, you know, the film was edited, actually, to remove segments of the accident. And then so when she tested the subjects 24 hours later, people were able to accurately describe what they had seen. However, a significant number of them, 36%, also professed to have strong memories of parts of the crash they, that actually hadn't been shown to them. That's interesting. That's very interesting. And they're more likely to do that when they're upset about the event. Well, I mean... If they're getting intrusive thoughts about it or talking to other people about it, hmm. they're more likely to. About- really, really calls into question everything I do. What's that? Well, oh, he's ever been convicted or acquitted. It's sort of most. A lot of it is just on eyewitness testimony, memories of events that happened months in the past. It's frightening, isn't it? It's. I mean, it's something to think about. I feel totally embarrassed. You know, as the response of, of one of these uh, uh, witnesses, uh, a body uh, in Queens. Hold on. This is why cops are going to love these body camps. Oh yeah. This I think. I, I think, think they're going to love the body camps. I, I think, think this they, happens a lot. Huh? Absolutely. Well, I think it'll clear up every time it does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's the situation. I mean, look, it obviously you got to let them turn them off to like take a leak or something like that. But no, uh, no leaks. But I mean, it's it's to me, it's it's. I think they're going to absolutely adore it. I think this will clear up a lot of gray areas, and I think the cops that were more inclined to shoot people who were running away are going to be a little less inclined to do that. Exactly, it'll encourage better behavior. And I, I have no, re- I mean, like, hey, why not? You got a camera. We all got iPhones. If they're mm-hmm. going to be shooting this stuff, then why not have yeah. an official version? That's great. And uh, I, I just, I hope, you know, that we don't have a situation where the cops are always like, yeah, again, my camera just was, uh, well, I, left here's, it in the thing. Here's my proposed solution to that. Obviously, there's going to be times you want to let them turn off the camera or, or, or divert the camera. I mean, if you're talking to a victim and it's a confidential situation, obviously just turn the camera down and let it record the conversation. If the guy's taking a dump, taking a leak, something like that, sure, you don't need the body cam on. My attitude would be, if a shooting or an incident occurs when your body cam's off, you immediately have to go to a trial board. Uh-huh. And, and explain as to why that was and what your conduct was. Makes sense. That would be my compromise to that particular situation. If no incident occurs when your body cam's off, then your body cam's off. But we're really moving into a world now where everything is on video. You know, we it, certainly like, are. Like all the uh, interactions on the street are videoed. Uh, and uh, it's, it's that, that's citywide, I guess. It's, it's hard to find a place 
I would say, in Manhattan that's not covered by a camera. Oh, I don't know. I, they seem to get disconnected right around when my clients commit shootings here and there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's amazing how many are down around Sutphin Boulevard and Archer Avenue. <laughs> cameras don't see shit. Well, you know, I'm talking about Midtown. Yes. Uh, and, and now the cops uh, with their body cams, you know, and, and of course you can't, uh, I, I, I believe every, you know, they, they, don't like, they don't like seeing people take their cameras out, the cops don't, you know, and I know that it's Ill, it, that it's legal. It's legal. 100% to legal. So They've um, gotten 50 memos on it. Because they kept beating people who would. Yeah, and they still will try to harass people who are videotaping. Absolutely. Shooting things. Now, uh... Do you come to the conclusion that some of them just aren't very smart? I I think that they must not value... They must not, like, really respect that policy about... There must be some internal memo that just says, like, yeah, that's not really what we're doing, though. And, you know, but the problem is, is this is what's going to burn them. This is the dumb shit that cops do, right, when they have any support built up. Mm -hmm. They just piss all over it. No, you're allowed to film the encounter with the police. And let's be frank. If you're conducting your job the way you should be... You shouldn't really feel fear being filmed. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I mean, it's, it's just could it's, not agree with you more. Let people film the shit, and when that person needs to get cracked in the skull because they're running at you, then crack them in the skull. The video show all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And and uh, otherwise, then everybody's you know, it's a peaceful situation. Yeah. Now uh, about this body in Queens, it's at a park. Police, uh, they have identified a person of interest. It's a 44-year-old Zoltan Forai, aka Stephen. He may know something about the deceased. 23-year-old Diego Priya Dijada. Dijada. Uh, now, uh, can you believe that I was actually hired by a prominent law university to read names of this nature who will uh, graduate? I'd still... How, how happy were they with you? Not very. Really? Were they really no, upset? They were not happy. They, I, I think that... Because when I did get the names right, it took me forever. Uh-huh. I'd have to look at it like, okay... Uh, Preda Drahita, you know, it was, uh, I mean, look, I'm sure that there's someone who would have done worse. I showed up. I, I, did I you did, get paid? I did my best. I got paid. But no, what did they say to you? I want to know what they said to you. <laughs> if, if you've, uh, if you've never had this type of job where it's a one-off, first of all. Yeah. So, um, they had things. So since there were two graduation ceremonies, but one off in terms of like being like that day, I'm doing both of them. And then that's the end of it. They don't ever have to see me again. Then, uh, the first one, they were, they were (laughs) after the first one, they were like, Hey, come here. Uh, yeah, gotta like, uh, <laughs> like speed it up. And they had a guy who um, actually would say the say the names that were very difficult into my ear uh, as we went. And but they they I don't know. It's it's not a great story as far as what they said because they just get real passive aggressive. They know that you're not. You know, they're like, okay, <laughs> you're never coming back. It's we you sense that. You know. Yeah. It's one of those things as a comic. You know, sometimes like, <laughs> they're never. They're you not. just died. No one's rude enough to actually say or, it. Or, or not even if yeah, whatever it is. You know, like they they weren't happy with some shit. Anyway, that's uh, hey, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, it'd be amazing if you get that's the call why, next that, year. That's why you never walk out going like, "Oh, I'm really sorry about that." You know? Like, yeah, no, if, no. You know, if anybody's a comedian out there and, and and you're new, just don't ever go tell the manager that you fucked up. Just 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 walk around like because he probably wasn't paying any attention. No, if, if he they was bought even drinks, there. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Just just don't don't ever ask anybody's uh, permission. Don't ever don't ever ask anybody's forgiveness. This um, suspect is five foot seven, 170, uh, 170 pounds. If you see anybody like that, five seven, hundred seventy, by all means, one eight hundred five seven seven tips. Report them. Fatal stabbing in the Bronx. Twenty year old. 
uh, stabbed one time in his left side around 3 p.m. He was found conscious on the sidewalk outside his place of employment. He worked part-time at Hand Jobs Inc. <laughs> you, you made that up, right? No. He works at Hand Jobs. It's a car wash on Bronxwood Avenue. Full service. That is blatant false advertising. <laughs> Is it really? That is like The Simpsons when Otto comes out of Stoner's Pot Palace where they're selling cooking pans. You know what? One Simpsons reference per episode. Sorry, but my point being, that is just blatant false advertising. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, there is a line of disappointed people as their cars (laughs) being washed. Like, whoa, wait, fuck. I mean, you expect to at least see it on the list. Yeah, you know, like the spray wax, the tire, the rim job. You get a rim job. I love, I love the (laughs) Miami wash and the uh, and the uh, hand job. Yes, and uh, make it snappy. Uh, yeah, I, I, there I, should almost be a class action suit of blue bald guys. <laughs> we are furious. Uh, I think though that must have a double meaning. You know, with the car wash. I guess a hand job would be something like where you, you oh, no, we, I, we buff it with our oh, hands. I get it. <laughs> double entendre. Uh, yeah, I completely get it. It's just not funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, speaking of not funny, the undercover NYPD detective found guilty of second and third degree assault, coercion, riot, criminal mischief. That's in the attack of motorist Alexi and Leanne. I've been looking forward to talking to you about this mm. particular case. Mm-hmm. We saw the video. It was back in 2013, and there were like 150 bikers who all got a hand on this guy. He yeah. probably got punched by... 300 different guys. It's really amazing, actually, he wasn't hurt worse they than he They put him was. in a pile driver. And here's my answer. He wasn't suplex. hurt worse than he was because they're all pussies. Oh, boy. Well, I don't... You hear that? You hear that biking community of Manhattan? You're pussies. You try this shit on me, and it's going to be like bowling pins. Jim Polk, Mazzy and Polk, making justice work for you and taking you down like a bunch of bowling pins pussy bikers now i don't i don't agree with you i think he's alive today because of uh, the the guy who stepped in there was was a guy yeah that was a really brave guy yeah and, that's, and he's that's just like hey really frick. uh and uh thank god he was there because otherwise guy be and 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 to say nothing of the wife who um was was watching this happen a guy tried to pull her out of the car yeah sims and he was also convicted of but of you know the lesser account, the lesser counts uh, so where does this come from? First of all, I want to say this is not a jury. This is a judge. And yeah. I know why. Because any jury is going to go, fuck that. No, any jury is going to hang these motherfuckers. Yeah. It's a judge who's like understands fucking the law and that you, this you is, would the think. shit's not as bad as it's, look, you know, hey, you know, we got to be judicious and stuff. Yeah. You know, you can't be making emotional decisions about not wanting to be beaten in the streets. Yeah, I actually also have a hunch that this judge may have sent some signals to the defense attorney that he didn't 100% agree with the indictment. That's that's usually the only time I ever waive a, waive a jury. Because mm. if you get somebody convicted when you waived a jury, it's, it's one of the most scrutinized things by the appellate division. By the appellate division. Yeah. And they, they really look at when you waive a, when you waive a, um, a jury. Because it's, it's, it's such a fundamental right, the trial by jury. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the oldest in the country, if not possibly the oldest, right? Um, it's, it's one of the things that we founded the revolution on. But no, this one, this one is, uh, I, I, don't know where he can, I don't know where he got this decision from, this judge. I, I wonder if, and I don't like to speculate like this. I have to appear before these guys. But I wonder if one of those people wasn't an undercover cop if he really makes it this decision that way. 
Oh, right. And I, and I hope this cop gets the full seven years that he's that he's uh, facing. I really hope he does. I hope he actually gets all these sentences consecutive, especially because he's a police officer. Because, I mean, this is this is exactly what police officers are supposed to prevent. Yeah. Well, he this said is he, the definition he, of what we fear. Absolutely. He didn't intervene uh, while he was uh, while the guy was being beaten by a gang in the streets because he feared for his safety. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, Except for didn't, I, I think I saw the video. He lays a hand on him, too. He doesn't... No. He, he, what he does... Uh, Brashcock is he he breaks the back window mm-hmm. and he uh, kicks the car a couple of times and then he and he rides off. Yeah, so he breaks the back window. Yeah, so he's, but he, so did, he's he, basically riling them on. Exa- and and uh, and that's what they found him guilty of the riot and I guess co- coercion and second degree assault. Second degree assault. And that that one doesn't make any sense to me. Third degree assault. Second degree assault implies you did something. I mean, the gang assault actually makes more sense that you as a part of a gang an assault occurred. That that makes more sense to me than 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 the second degree assault. It's it's a pussy decision. This judge should have should have convicted on all. I, I would have liked to have seen that. Absolutely. You know, gang assault's a that's a serious sentence too, isn't it? That's a twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Same as murder. Yeah, uh, second degree murder. Yes, same. Or attempted second degree. So, second degree can actually carry twenty five to life. So you think the judge is just um, uh, somehow sympathetic to bikers, sympathetic to cops? Uh, my, my hunch is the cop thing might have mattered to it, or or there was some significant pro- proof problems with this particular case. But I mean, you know what? Well, the video is like there. You see right? the whole thing. I mean, that's the thing. I don't see where that really was. But uh, and you know, they chased him down to begin with. They were the you know they right. Were, they this were, is an intentional assault. Yeah, they were intending to do this harm. Well, and 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 even prior to him running over the the guy that he ran over, who was he, taunting him. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, was, they were screwing with them. Well, they were trying to, you know, he came. The guy ran over the door and tried to rip uh, open the door, yeah. th- trying to get him out. Like, uh, so it's like they were going to beat the shit out of him anyway. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. Um, I guess we, but at least you know, convicted of some shit. Uh, just I guess it depends on how you. On how you look at it. Yeah, I'll double down on that. You know, you try that shit with me, I'm backing up when I knock your motorcycles over to make sure I take both them and you out with my car. Mm-hmm. I have the insurance to cover me for shit like that. Jim Poke. And uh, then I'm going to find all your families and do the same thing. No. I'm going to run over your families. <laughs> Wait till they come into the streets. <laughs> I'm going to run over your children's children. <laughs> I love it. It's fun being this way. Yeah. <laughs> It's, no, I have I have no sympathy for these assholes. They walk through my door. This might be you might have found the first crime I wouldn't represent him. And you know this is this is how pedantic we are in this society. You know why? Because the only thing that can wake me up when I'm sleeping at night, and I, my my apartment's right on a on a regular major road, uh-huh. is these assholes racing. Yeah, at like saying. one two in the morning. It's the only noise I can't sleep through in New York City. Man, I think can the, the the sound of a motorcycle bouncing off the buildings, man, is really fucking loud. Hey, God bless you. If you ride a motorcycle, I don't care. Whatever, no, it's none my business. Fine, you know what I mean. It's just I, when I hear that noise, I go, "There's a guy with a huge cock." Yeah, man, I am so impressed. <laughs> I, I hope he's riding. With his, his flaccid two-inch blue-veined wonder sailing in the breeze. No, I mean, honestly, I saw a motorcycle crash, and it, this, is how, this is how much I despise those little crotch rockets. Mm. I literally watched the guy crash in front of me and started to chuckle. Mm. Like, it was that bad. I mean, like, not even thinking of stopping. Mm-hmm. I finally did, so I stopped, and I got out and gave my information to and the driver of the went. car <laughs> that he hit. So I said, in case this asshole claims you did anything wrong, call me. Love it. Yeah, like, and it was like people are like, you're gonna call nine one. Fuck him. Somebody will. Yeah, yeah. It's even if it's a Kitty Genovese, that would be the difference. Like the Kitty Genovese was the famous stabbing where nobody called the police. Everybody was so ashamed of it. Mm. Everybody was like, Mr. Polk, you didn't do anything. I was like, no, and I was damn proud I didn't. <laughs> it was a bit of a myth. 
the, the Kitty Genovese thing. From sort of. I, I've heard there's a myth, then I've heard there wasn't, then I've heard there was, then I've heard there wasn't. Uh, it seems to me that there was still a lot of people who didn't. I wasn't there. What do I know? I mean, it's in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Right around the corner from me. Yeah. That is right. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, look, um, yeah, these these bikers, it's uh, it's uh, that's that's it's truly a so, yeah, well, here's what I wanted to do. Say hello out there to and, and, and uh, but the, uh, to the truckers, those people that are hauling shit around and uh, running around. The, the, those are the people that are really doing a service. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, they take some long trips. Sometimes they don't get enough sleep. Hope you're out there uh, staying safe and, you know, getting the rest you need, getting your proper speed when you need it, you know, and uh, take care of your heart for Christ's sake. I understand it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a job where you, uh, you gotta be awake a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and at the same time, you, you don't get to like move a great deal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, take care of yourself and thank you for what you do. Uh, we have. Uh, where, where did that come from? I mean, I, I. I got a real good friend. Is a completely a, concur in the sentiment, but it just seemed to seemed a bit. Uh, well, occasionally, got to throw it out there. It's yes. episode two hundred. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I, I completely agree. I've I have a very prominent union family, and 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 specifically teamsters and trucking. And yeah, they have a they have a really bum rep. And the only time you ever hear about it is when they, you know, fall asleep at the wheel because of trying to make brutal interstate deadlines, mm. and something goes wrong. It's the only time you ever get any credit. But yes. So if you're going to fall asleep at the wheel when you're a trucker, run over a shit ton of these little bikers. The Here's a story for you. Now, an asshole cop got what was coming to him is what this sounds like to me. I don't know about to you, but I'm reading between the lines here just a little bit. He was writing a ticket for a, a parking in a no-standing zone. So already, you know, this is LaGuardia. Oh, he's one of those dickheads. <laughs> yes. You're like waiting for your friend to come out of the damn thing. Move along. It's like... I move along, I have to drive a massive loop around the whole fucking airport again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. can't you give me three minutes to sit here mm. while, while my friend wheels their damn bag to the damn island? And they're doing it many times when I've got the trunk open and I'm like putting the suitcase in. Clearly, you know, about like, to clear out. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, no. 24 year old Eric Sanchez was behind the wheel. He allegedly put the car in drive, turned the wheel towards the officer, and drove into the cop, injuring his leg. Horse shit. Horse <laughs> shit. That is reaction. exactly what I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like, a, you know, and because here's what happens next. The, co- the officers noticed uh, some other, he drove off. There were some other officers. They noticed a six-year-old in the back seat with no seat belt or child restraint device. So they uh, oh, yeah. well, pulled him over and arrested him for that. So I don't know why they didn't arrest him for hitting a cop. Yeah. Uh, Hey, yeah, no, what do you think about this prison break? Wow. Uh, Convicted killer David Sweat. Yeah, well, well done. Other, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Richard Matt and, and David Sweat, who are two murderers on the loose. And uh, they got dogs after them, you know, which is that very... Should, that should do it. Some old... Fa- <laughs> it seems old-fashioned. It's been like six days. I'm sure they're within dog-sniffing range. It's Yeah, it's starting to feel a little cold, that, that, uh, that trail there. Um, they, uh, you know, normally they use an article of clothing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something that, that might have, uh, they might have touched or worn, something that would carry the scent of the suspect. In this case, they're going to use the panties of present seamstress Tilly Mitchell, who, uh, you know, she's been uh, investigated for having a relationship with the dude, uh, Richard Matt, before. Her phone was used to call an associate of Matt's. Her family's been standing behind her, but you know what? They can't really afford to do that now because you know what? Uh, she has confessed to helping them escape. Hmm. Tilly Mitchell reportedly confessed to smuggling power tools into the maximum security facility to help these two convicts 
Get the fuck out. That is really a remarkable breach in security. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I'd like to know what power tools. I mean, did she fucking shove a power drill up her crotch? I mean, like, how the hell did you get these things in there? Well, she, uh, I do know um, They won't let she, me take a cell phone when I go to these places. Well, that's a maximum security thing. Uh, they get um, hacksaw blades, drill bits, and eyeglasses with lights affixed to them. Yeah. I don't know about the actual uh, power tools, but I mean, she's confessed uh, reportedly. Well, I mean, I'm sure she did. And I, I mean, it sounds like she was involved in it. And, and why are they using her underwear? Did they think that they had sex or something? Or they oh, think he that was, was wearing well, that, it? See, that's my little joke because she's a whore, oh. uh, reportedly, by her uh, first husband, ah. who says that he cheated on She cheated on him. She had the guy she's with now. Lyle Mitchell, she had sex with him on the railroad tracks out there by uh, the slipper factory. That does not make <laughs> a woman worked. a whore. Well, she that was makes her a good sport. For, yeah, cheating on her husband? I don't know. That oh, seems... no, the cheating, I suppose. Yeah. But the railroad track thing. And there was another guy, too, but that, uh, that's, uh, you know, the girlfriend had come and, and said, like, hey, you know that uh, your, your wife's fucking my boyfriend. So basically, Lily cheated on her husband, Tilly. had sex by the railroad tracks, is with an ex So basically, her life is a Tom Waits song. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Lonely and... Uh, By the railroad tracks. <laughs> was the lad of Tilly Mitchell. <laughs> Poor Lyle Mitchell. He's at work that day. <laughs> Where Tilly Mitchell is with David Sweat. <laughs> Down at Clinton Correctional Facility. Facility, yes. <laughs> That needed a snap. So I was like, the arthritis is setting in. But, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, I, I have no sympathy for her either. Uh, you know the guy is, is a convicted killer. Why, yes. why are you helping him out? Uh, she, and from what I read about the underlying cases, what they're in prison on, doesn't sound like this is an Andy Dufresne thing from Shawshank. It sounds like one of them, like, aced a cop and the other dismembered a body. You I mean, are exactly right. Yeah. The, both of those things occurred, yeah. I mean, uh, he killed the fuck out of his ex ball. He snapped his neck with his bare hands. Yeah. I mean, that is some... Uh... Yeah. Bent his fingers back, broke them to torture him, try to find out where the money was. Yeah. Snapped his neck, and then they sawed him to pieces, threw him out in the fucking river. There was, like, DNA in a confession, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, but he's guilty. I yeah, mean, yeah. No, I don't think there's any question about it. And the, the, uh, yeah, the prosecutor, would he would have loved to have had the death penalty. He said he couldn't do it. I was not allowed or whatever. But uh, So that's uh, that's... That's what's happening right now. We may never catch them. I, I, what do you think? What's you? Would you? Could you speculate? You, you know, like Cuomo says, who knows where they are? You know, a good friend of mine represented a guy who broke out of out of uh, jail from the courthouse one time, mm-hmm. and uh, really, really in quite a a simplistic and intelligent escape. And the way he did it was um, when the guys get off the bus to enter the holding pens at the court. Mm-hmm there's a point in which they weren't in view of the officers. So they would make a left and they would go towards the holding pens. But if you if you kept walking straight, you could walk out the door that the attorneys would enter the pens to go see their clients. So this guy put in a request to be in court clothes that day. And he had on a suit and tie because he was going to be appearing in court. And when all the prisoners turned left to go down there, he just strolled like he was an attorney and walked right out the door where the attorneys come said goodbye to the officers as if he was an attorney leaving the pens, and he walked out of the court. And I thought, that's a really simple, brilliant, well-observed escape. They ought to give him a law degree for doing that. Right, you know, but here's where you take it away. They caught him four days later... (laughs) Stealing gas. ...at the apartment (laughs) of his girlfriend on 96th and Broadway. Hmm. 
Like, I mean, they literally, the guy adventured. Isn't that a New Yorker for you? I just escaped out of uh, prison, but I don't really want to live anywhere else. Oh, what? Yeah. They leave the city? Yeah, you want to hear my talk? I'll go 20 blocks up towards near almost Harlem. That, that, that won't look for me there. I talked to a homeless guy who was like that one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, man, it's really cold in the winter. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, why don't you think? Maybe think about going down south. I'm like, what? Leave New York? Leave yeah. New York? It's been so good to me. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's, I mean... I like to think as as intelligent as their escape was and they got away, I like to think of the romance of a prison break that they would be smart enough to, to get the fuck as far away as they could reestablish. But who knows? I mean, haven't they spotted them as, as far away as Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's you'd like to think they do the Andy Dufresne and go down to freaking start a charter boat down in the Mexico somewhere. But yeah, become I, gay lovers. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, you you, you met in prison mm-hmm. and uh, you know together for life. I like to think that one of them was kind of like the more nervous, nitpicky type. Like, we're going to get caught. That's probably sweat. I would yeah, imagine yeah, that yeah, being yeah, sweat. Yeah, it seems like sweat. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, the other guy. Now, I mean, they, the, the detective who, who, who arrested him back in 2007, because he had done some sentence in Mexico, 97 to 2007. It's a little complicated. But anyway, so he started. He was arrested in 2007 and did trial in 2008 for this shit that happened forever ago. But the detective said that he was very good looking and very well endowed. He said, "It's an interesting detail." I thought, yeah. He said that might be part of it, you know, with his charm. This is gonna could be. He's 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 hung like a like a murderer, (laughs) (laughs) a hit and run cyclist, seriously injured a sixty seven year old woman on the Upper East Side. Uh, Mary Grace Belfie was getting out of her car to feed the parking meter on First Avenue and Eighty Sixth, and then uh, next thing you know, she's on the ground unconscious, seizing, bleeding everywhere, blood coming out of her nose and her mouth. Extensive bleeding on the brain and a broken nose and collarbone. Man, those, I tell you, those, those bikes, you really do some fucking damage. I almost got hit by one coming here today. No kidding. It was, I was, yeah, I was walking across the, pretty much the major intersection near here, and um, they have those two bike lanes that go either way. Mm. And as the uh, lights started to change, I come out, and the guy's like, hey, asshole, and then dings his little bell, which really negates the whole hey, asshole thing. I, I mean, like, were you in the wrong? I was in a crosswalk. Mm-hmm. The, the thing said there's the Asshole. flashing white person. Yeah. You know, like I'm allowed to <laughs> walk there. white person. <laughs> Not the red hand. All right, I know. Yeah. I know. It's just, it's just like, like flashing white person. Yeah, okay. That thing was up there, and so it's my turn to walk. You can take your toy elsewhere. Yeah. It's your little bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. your basket with fucking Toto in it? Like I said, man, this one's hurt badly. Uh, the car's dash camera captured an image of the cyclist as he pedaled away. Yeah. Let me, let, me, let me get a description of him. <laughs> Inordinately skinny, fair amount of facial hair. Mm. Mm. He probably has some job that isn't really a thing. Like, I'm an alternative medicine consultant or a brewmeister or something like that. Yeah, she's an, an asshole. I, in, I, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he brews his own beer. Yeah. He has a... Uh, he, uh, she was in ICU for a couple of days. She's talking Jesus, now. Her me- woman. Her, her memory's not great. She does know what happened to her, but she keeps asking, have they caught the guy? <laughs> Did they catch that guy? Round up the usual suspects. Did they catch that bicycle <laughs> fellow? You hit me. Did they catch uh, him? Tell me they caught him. So you get the sense, though, that they could have said, does she keep asking if they caught the guy? Yes. Uh, but but she says yeah. she keeps asking. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, just, but in this case, that's not it. Yeah. She really is. She got the fool knocked <laughs> 
her. I mean, come on. She was in ICU for Christ's sake. A study released. Who knows? Maybe she was already that way. You know, she's she's no spring chicken. Uh, Sixty-seven isn't that old. I mean, it's no spring chicken. Uh, the the uh, number of pedestrians injured by cyclists is declining. Uh, Bullshit. Uh, but uh, most recent data used in the study was from 2011. A flasher exposed himself then uh, down at Coney Island, Coney Island Hospital. Sixty-three oh. year old heart patient in a room. Well, the hospital can tell if this makes this a news. Well, yeah. I mean, the fact <laughs> some naked guy on the beach at Coney Island—that's you know any given minute. Right, but even the hospital's a freak show there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she uh, noticed the man pacing by her door, staring into her room. He suddenly opened his pajama bottoms. <laughs> Despite her complaints to staffers. Uh, he, you know, he's a homeless guy. He's been there for over a year. He tried to push himself into the room the next day. So he did this two days in a row. So what kind of hospital is this? Now, here's my take on it. It's like, look, what do you expect? You know, if you're going to lay around, you know, looking all sexy with the door standing open, you know, in your gown, who knows what the position of that is or how much cleavage this woman's showing, you know, like some kind of a hospital whore. Then, uh, you know, most guys will see through that. But then eventually some old guy is going to get fooled and take the bait. And uh, you know you're laying, you're spreading your granny vibe out there. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying she should be punished. You know, <laughs> but what are they going to charge him with? You know, I'm going to start using this strategy. Every time I find a woman attractive, I'm just going to show her my genitals. That seems to work. Just walk up. It, it's how, if how you could wa- it, how could it fail? <laughs> Because once that happens, she's seen your genitals. You've never, ever heard of any of this ever going wrong. Clarence Thomas. I mean, he's a Supreme Court justice. He basically did this. Yes. Tough crap. You know, you yeah. saw my dick. What do you think of that? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, sex crimes are up. And, uh, and it's because the temperatures are mild. And, uh, it, you know, who, Linda Fairstein, she even says so. She says that, you know, traditionally there's an increase in the number of sex crimes in warm What's weather. Linda, we call it groping season. What's Linda up to these years? Uh, she's, uh, you know, giving quotes to the Post and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I know she was the former head of the uh, Special Victims Unit. Yeah, 1976 to 2002. And she loves to tell people that the the much more attractive blonde actress who, who was the head of that on the TV show was based on her. No kidding. I've heard that, yeah. Oh, I've never I, yeah. actually had words with Linda, but I know she's appeared on television a bunch of times since she retired, and uh, I know she's claimed that a few times. I guess that's what she's up to, then. Is uh, Linda Fairstein personally an attractive woman? Are you, do you I don't her? think so. I mean, from what I've seen of her, it's, it's I mean, personal opinions. I, I you know she's it. a listener of the show. She's, that's, you know... That's fine. Whatever. She's, gonna, she's not going to feed me these quotes anymore. I think she's a fine-looking woman. Uh, well, uh, and, 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 and just like she says, it's, it's a tradition uh, <laughs> that, that the sex crimes go up. And it's 200 more. It's not like a few more. It's like, then it's statistically, it's, you know, from 1,000 to, to 1,200 uh, extra. It says 200 extra forcible touches, sexual misconducts, second and third degree sexual abuses. Third degree. What is third degree patronizing a prostitute? Um, if it's third degree patronizing a prostitute, it's like either you did it or you didn't, right? Well, let's look it up, shall we? Okay. Well, I mean, I thought, that, I thought you might have that knowledge that you're uh, right there in your frontal lobe. Uh, I mean, I, I know that patronizing a prostitute is basically like you don't even, it's, it's like you make the arrangement mm-hmm. to do it. 
and that's about the extent of it. You show up, kind of the Chris Hansen thing. That's first degree. No, that's 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 like that's like oh, third I see. degree. Oh, like first degree okay. is if you're like making it with like an underage or something like that, or, oh, or somebody being trafficked or, or things like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So third degree would be. I don't like, do a lot of these cases. I don't get hired by the Johns that often because they don't arrest the Johns all that often. Oh, I thought they did. Well, they've I thought started to, the but they didn't for a long, long time. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll be seeing a few more of them. You better be ready, because because yeah. the shit's on the. It's there's 200 extra ones. What you could have gotten your share of that. I'm not. I, I'm not my favorite of the sex crimes. I make that pretty well known. What would like be? What's your crime. favorite sex crime? No, no, no. I mean, I, they're not my favorite cases. Are sex crimes? I don't usually like to do sex crime cases. Okay. Too too much. Too 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 messy. Give me a good old fucking gang shooting. Oh yeah, but I'm a purist. You don't find that messy? That sounds messy. Eh, you know, he shouldn't have been fucking with the stash. <laughs> you said it's like that sounded like a like you had a specific one in in mind. <laughs> they're all they're all a blend of that. Yeah, hey, fucking on my corner, fucking with my stash. No, to my my, my whoa, G. Whoa, uh, whoa, uh, that bitch be crazy. <laughs> They'd be all sorts of like. Don't are, make me edit this podcast. Oh, all right, edit away. No, but I mean, you know, like, look, I get you. I know you're straight. Yeah, that's right, baby. But there's gonna be there's gonna no. Be these some. are and by the way, I would like to point out every one of those was a quote that was served to me uh, in yeah. court by, by the opposing party. In court? Like, well, they have to, they have to write down what's called a 71030. It's a, it's a notice that indicates that they're going to use this statement against your client at future proceedings. This okay. is a statement made to law enforcement. Every one of those I just pulled from memory. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm all for your freedom of speech, you know? And yeah. it's just a, a lot of people misunderstand shit like that, especially these days. Well, you know what? I, I, I mean, that, but that was the word that was used in that statement. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like people, people, we don't, we, that word gets overused and it's, it's lost its effect, but that's the kind of context it was used in. Oh, it lost its effect. I you really think, think so? it does. I really think it does. I, I heard these kids on the train the other day. They're like, N-word this, N-word that, N-word well, now this. They, well, that's, it's overused. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think. By them, but not by. And, you know, know Julie had a theory on this because, you know, she read, um, she read Huckleberry Finn when she was a kid. Oh, yeah. But they edited out all the racist crap in it. Already they were doing that when she right. was a kid. That's amazing. Well, she's a little younger than us. Uh, well, that's true. But I didn't think that happened until like uh, friggin' it's like 10 years ago. And you know, my beef with that is, is sure, I understand you don't want to expose kids to that, but then look at, you really just kind of removed the effect of things like that. You removed the words that, that, that words matter. Let me tell you something. If I wrote a book and, and, uh, and then like, and, and I'm a GM, I'm Mark Twain for Christ's sake. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with my, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like you, then you don't read it. You know that that's not what the author would want. Yeah. I think that's a triumph of, uh, the, of, of the wrong team. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I but just, on the other hand, 269 N words, <laughs> that's more than NWA straight out of Compton. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like a, you're not depicting an urban reality. Wasn't the, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, wasn't the character in that even like the N word Jim? Yeah, it was in his name. Yeah, I mean that's part of his name, according to Huck Finn. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's one of those things. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it is what it is not. So the uh, look, um, I want to say. And you know this, what? Though. I think we just had a very poignant discussion on this. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 nothing nothing more touching than two middle aged <laughs> middle class white males <laughs> discussing the effect of a racial slur utilized on minorities. I I can't think of a better society back. in You're which right. this occurs. Let's go back to, to talking about sexual assaults. Yeah, another this another is, another perfectly <laughs> appropriate topic. 
Uh, now, uh, here, here we go. She says, the, uh, and this is Linda Fairstein speaking, not me, because I don't want anybody to take, take offense at this and think that I'm the one who said this, because this is an outlandish statement. That's Fairstein for you. She says, the recent increase in complaints may be in part attributed to expanded outreach and awareness efforts undertaken to encourage victims to report these crimes. I mean, it's the most egregious example of victim blaming I've ever heard. <laughs> It's their fault. Can you believe it? I, it's shocking. And, and I, I, I just feel as if I, I want to again reiterate, I'm not the one who said that. No, no. This is an, a, some, I mean, a sex crimes unit investigator. Or, you know, she ran the damn thing. She was a prosecutor, not an investigator. She'd like you to think she was a cop, but, but she, was a, she was a prosecutor. Well, um, I, I, it's it's one of those things, you know. Like I, I you, you just don't blame the victim, you know. And when women are finally encouraged to come forward, yeah. here she is blaming them for the increase in sex. I crimes. would love to see that CompStat meeting. That would be fantastic. Can you? Would you account for uh, the the increase in sex crimes in your district, Lieutenant? I would. It's those goddamn social workers. <laughs> They're out there day and night encouraging victims to come forward. It's a fucking nightmare, Sergeant. Okay. <laughs> Ixnay on the e-porting ray. Yeah. A modest 8% increase in felony sex crimes, 502 to 540, meaning there were uh, 38 additional forcible rapes, predatory sexual assault against a child's sex traffickings and sodomies. Now, I got a little curious about sodomy. I talked a whole lot about it, uh, and, uh, and and I, I'm curious to get your thoughts. Sodomy, uh, of course, anal, you know, in the common law. Uh, it, it, well, it, common parlance, really. Well, it, uh, in the, law, it had different definitions. Well, I'm talking about going back yeah, to, yeah. you know, Sodom. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the city of Sodom, where the word, so where, you know, Sodom, Sodom in the Bible destroyed along with its butt buddy. Uh, Gomorrah. Yes, exactly. Uh, sodomy uh, eventually grew to mean anal or oral sex. Yep. It also includes ass to mouth, double sodomy, and uh, which I don't know if that's is that penalized more strongly. Well, I as double sodomy. Never really. Uh, you know, that's that's a that's an excellent question, Pat. One I'll have to have uh, the team research. I should have asked Laker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that seems like the sort of thing he'd know. Uh, double sodomy. <laughs> well, uh, when I was judged with that. <laughs> well, okay, so. Do, do you, I'm sure you're aware of the, uh, the biblical account of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, where it was like, what was it, like the angels were going to be raped and so yes. the guy offered up his own daughters? Yes, lot. He yeah, offered what? up his own daughters. They're like, whoa, 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 you can't rape these guys because they're strangers. Yeah. But this is flesh and blood. Have at it, boys. I want you guys to just wear them out. And then the best part about it is that there was really like a town that was just not into the daughters because the angels were male, if I'm correct, and they're like, no, 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 no. We... They're Been like, there, done that. Yeah, they're like, we want that. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not into it. Those guys are angels. Yeah. And then, and then, when they're fleeing, if I'm correct, the, the only instructions God gave them was, you can't look back and see your home. Yeah, this is very Orpheus-like. Well, and, and and the thing is, he didn't make a big deal out of it. If you look at the phrasing, it's like, yeah. just go, don't look back, go. It's yeah, like, and so like she just, looks just, back, wham, swipes a pillar of salt, yeah. and then his daughter's banging. Yes. Bang lot. And you know what? You know what I learned from this story? Now that I did not know. Yeah, yeah. The, that, the next that, part that. is the daughters engaging incest, and the, and the tongue lot lots like basically the press because his wife is now a salt lick. So now Lot is is uh, and, and and so <laughs> I never knew what a bastard Lot was. Well, I, I, I think the whole point of this story is that the gods are dicks. This is really mean all the There's way through. It's not the gods; it's God. Well, whatever. Okay. 
Uh, this isn't like. <laughs> I mean, realistically, <laughs> none of it happened. We're not talking about the Greeks here, okay? <laughs> Second of all, I think the 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 least. I mean, like, the, to, to, to look at all this whole thing and go, okay, here's the lesson. No, don't be gay. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, it. that's the lesson that you that's pulled out. A fundamentalist okay, Pat, interpretation is, okay, yeah, here's yeah. the problem. All these gays. Yeah. It's like offering. Yeah. It's not the gang rape or the incest <laughs> or the, uh, you know, pimping your daughters out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, none of forget this. Forget all that. It's, it's just being gay. It also does show you the moral compass of Sodom at the time. It's like, well, I'm not opposed to rape. <laughs> per se. Yeah, you can have my daughters. Just these guys, they're mine. I, I got a reputation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, think about the, the initial mission of these bloody angels, Pat. Can you be imagined sitting in God's office? Like, mm. you know, it's like, hey, Pat, Jim, uh, I want you guys to go down. This town's seeming pretty immoral. Okay, what, what do you want us to do? Want, want to go see if a bunch of strangers will rape you. Yeah. Well, um, the- could, could, could uh, I volunteer for... Like another? Could, could I be George Bailey's guardian? Like, do I have to oh, do the rape job? Come on, yeah, fucking no. Don't worry about <laughs> like, it. It's yeah. gonna be fine. It's gonna be yeah, fine. I mean, it's, it's, Look, I just—it's not really I, a suicide mission. <laughs> if they don't want the daughters, you know, then just make a run for it. That's basically <laughs> what it came down to. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, bit of a miscalculation. <laughs> So that's how that's how that got started. That's how that became. That's how Sodom became uh, mm-hmm. sodomy, and that's how yeah, ass fucking is a is it when you get a lot of ass fucking going on. Next thing you know, fathers are offering up their daughters for rape. And I can imagine when the angel came in the tunnel and saw the daughters actually banging their father after the wife's assault, like and the town is in ruins. Like you, you got to be fucking shit. Just kind you. of like going like are you kidding, like like um. So so, so how's this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so do I go tell Abraham about this, or you know, when they report back to God, Uncle Abe's not going to like this. When they report back to God, the angels. So how'd it go? Uh, good news, bad news. <laughs> Here's the thing: we did go ahead and destroy the town. You probably saw that. Yeah, yeah. But thanks uh, for the assist on that one. Here's the thing about Lot. Uh, <laughs> we made a bit of a judgment. His call. daughters are not virgins anymore. Uh, I think technically they're married, and, and they weren't raped. That's that's the key part. <laughs> Yeah, hey, the Bible is pretty funny when you get right down to yeah, it. Yeah. So, uh, at, at no point in the discussion is there, there's never a distinction made between the, the homosexual rape and just regular uh, just being gay. No. So, um, okay. So, what's a Gomorrah? That was the that was my question. Is like if, if Sodom yeah, sodomy they, is they yeah. really they really evaded the 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 terminology, right? I mean, I know there was that movie Scorsese made called Gomorrah. Yeah. That's about the extent I know of Gomorrah. I found something on the Urban Dictionary oh boy. that describes it, and it is like just, uh, it, it's not one of those things anybody would ever do, I don't think. <laughs> you tell me tell me where you, this jumps off from being right. a departure from something you <laughs> yeah. would do, okay? It's, I'll, I'll it, it, chime in when I feel we've, we've crossed okay. the Rubicon, so to say. Yeah, it starts when person A begins to have a bowel movement. Okay. Okay. I'm still with you. All right. Not just, just as the shit is about to exit the anus, person B inserts his penis. Um, uh, I, right. I, sadly, in this world of the internet, still a bit shocking. I, I'm, I'm kind of questioning the relief of person A. But uh, we're, 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 we're getting there, yeah. Yeah, person B uh, removes their penis, proceeds to shit in person A's mouth. Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah, that went to a different place than I was expecting. I, I, to me, you know, like like if you were to, let's play the same game with me. Okay, so as I'll say, when it becomes something I wouldn't do, it starts when person A begins to have a bowel movement. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done there myself. <laughs> as far as a sex act goes, 
yeah, I can't get all the uh, brown and creamy on it. You know, just, just, just uh, we're, you know, I, and and I want you to know, I would never say that if anybody was listening to this. <laughs> but they're not. It's over. And, uh, you know, um, by the way, uh, make sure you, you uh, go to my website, crimereport.nyc, uh, and, and go to Jim Polk's website. You know, you're going to be in trouble at some point. Chances are you're going to need just to have the contact number of a good attorney. That's right. All you got to do is put that in your phone. I want you to go to the website, my website, crimereport.nyc, and promise me you'll do this. Put... Jim's number into your phone so that when some shit happens, you've got that number on you. That's if you live in New York. If you live, you know, our Australian friends love you, you know, it's, the number's probably not going to help you as much. Do you know anything about Australian I law? don't, but if you want to emigrate here, we do immigration law as well. So How about that? You That's need visas, you, wanna... uh, you get if in you trouble just... while you're here. If you, if, if you were drinking a little too much on Anzac Day, see, I know something about Australia. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, what's Anzac Day? Well, Anzac Day was uh, celebrates the uh, Battle of Gallipoli from World War One, where the Anzac were forces of the British Empire. And it gets good in a sec here, you know. <laughs> and um, they were they were rallied to take this beach from uh, the Turks, and uh, they stormed it, and they were pretty much all slow. It was a trouncing. The Turks wiped them almost completely out, and they celebrate every year by drinking a lot. And person B removes his penis and inserts it back <laughs> Well, you know, Pat, I don't have the iPad. I don't have the Urban Dictionary to come up with something lovely like a Gomorrah. No, so... Uh, I have to use my own so knowledge. So wait, what was the name of the... Of the uh, it's, uh, I believe it's called Anzac Day. Well, happy Anzac Day. When is that? It's in August sometime, I think. Okay, so we got I, some I'm time. really now just guessing. If you come here to celebrate Anzac Day... Uh, <laughs> Pogues wrote a song about it. Pogues. You know what? We had an episode a couple of back, and I almost called that episode "Rum Sodomy and the Lash" oh. because it was a there was a lot of sodomy and well, lash. Well, you know, talk. you know where uh, the "Rum Sodomy and the Lash" quote came from. Well, not Winston Churchill, because that that's erroneously reported yes. very often. It was uh, actually a, a guy a little earlier than that. Yes, and it was in but it was century dude. Usually, actually quoted correctly in that it was what kept order in the British Army. Mm. Or in the British Navy. Navy, yeah. Was, uh, was that's, Rome, that's Sodomy, that and happens the in the yes. Navy, yeah. Don't speak to me of the British Navy. Uh, hey, uh, we have uh, two guys who were possibly arrested for manspreading. Is that possible? You it know, comes from, uh, I read about it, and sorry to cut you off, no. in, in uh, this, this magazine, a conservative magazine, a National Review, uh, volunteers of a group called Prop. It's a police reform organizing project. They're against, they're apparently like anti-broken windows. They claim the NYPD arrested two men on a quality of life issue. That was, uh, on a, I'll just read you the quote. On a recent visit to the arraignment part in Brooklyn's criminal court, prop volunteers observed that police officers had arrested two Latino men on the charge of, quote, man spreading on the subway, presumably because they were taking up more than one seat inconveniencing other riders. Is that's, that possible? No, it, it was not that. I mean, I'm sure that's what the... I'm sure that's what initiated the police complaint, but it's it's it was probably a disorderly conduct is what they were actually arrested on. There's no such charge as manspreading, although there should be. <laughs> Are you joking? This is one of those where I get very feminist, and I don't even think it's only <sighs> manspreading. I think anybody who sits there on the subway taking up all that seat when there's a fucking crowded train, you actually should be kicked in your genitals repeatedly. Oh, my God. I hate that fucking shit. Well, uh, I was sitting next to a guy who's like, he's literally like trying to keep me off sitting there. He's got men or women. I mean, yeah, no, anybody who does that. What about somebody puts their bag on? Yeah, fuck them too. Okay. Lose an arm. Well, why not just say, oh, excuse me. uh, Do you mind if I sit down? I do. Yeah. And they usually will, but I still think it's incredibly rude. 
And sometimes they do this. They move their run leg slightly. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's still not enough as if they did it. So you know what I do? I just stare at their crotch. Ah. I sit there like, staring down right <laughs> at them. It's like a hot moment. People look at me and I'm like, yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah. And that gets them moving. Okay. <laughs> No, I hate I hate this. I think that's actually a crime. Yeah. I don't think that's Jezebel uh, approved that no. approach. I, you know what? This is the, it was one of the few things Jezebel and I unite on. You can call it man spreading. I call it people spreading because I've seen women do it too. Uh huh. I she just says, think if you do uh, it, this, you're a dick. This is from the magazine Jezebel. Uh, <laughs> from the magazine Jezebel. <laughs> the um, online thing. It's, yeah, the, whatever it is, you know. But she says uh, uh, from an article. Uh, the article is called "Fuck You, Dudes Who Sit with Your Legs Spread So Wide That They Take Up Two Seats. Your Dick Is Not That Big." Let's talk about these fucking guys. The MTA is full of them. They walk out of the train. They sit down like it's their goddamn living room. Yep. They spread their legs in a V, so dramatic mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be out of place in a gynecologist's office. Except that there's such a huge dick there, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, Hey, why, who the fuck knows? They don't know. She said maybe it has to do with straight-up rudeness. Mm-hmm. They want to sit there and be comfortable. Well, I, you know, yeah, I guess. You know what? You can hate on Jezebel all you want. I personally think if you do this and you're a guy, castration, you do this in a girl, I don't know. we got to figure something out that's genital-specific there. I'll just like, have a, yeah, uh, you know what? Castration, too. Do that Do that genital mutilation shit. Gen- genital mutilation for women who spread with their legs, sit with their legs spread too and wide And castration Since for they men. never do it. Since they clearly never do and, it. And castration for men. If you do it, you're an awful person. All right. And you should be boiled in acid. It seems a bit extreme. No, no, Pat, red- there's... Uh, Here's the thing. You might have learned my, my, my position on crime. If I'm defending you, the crime is probably bullshit. If it mildly affects me in any way, then I really hate it. (laughs) You keep me up on a motorcycle, I want your children dead. Uh You don't let me sit on the subway because you have to show me your fucking balls? Castrated. I don't think it has that much to do with balls. No, I don't. It's it's about about keeping people from sitting down is what I'm convinced about. I think It's about keeping people from sitting that close uh, to you. I think it's an obnoxious, disgusting thing. You should die for crucifixion. I, I think, really, it's... Uh, it, it, I'm sure that not everybody who does that has the same motive. Well, I think probably. some people are probably sitting there like not but not mm-hmm. a care in the world. They're thinking about their biscuits. They're thinking about mm-hmm. their, you know something that's going to happen when they get off the train. And uh, they didn't notice that the train filled up. And then there's some people that are just like, eh, I, I don't give a fuck. If you want me to move my legs, I will. But I'm not going to, like, fucking squeeze them together just because you're standing and there with that look on your face. And that guy is an asshole. But here's the thing. I'm not so sure. Because yeah, nine times out of ten, nobody wants those middle seats anyway. Like, whatever's between you. If it's between two people on a subway, generally speaking, it's to be avoided. Oh, People it, don't usually like let's it. Let's put it this way. When somebody's spreading... Mm. And I don't even call it man-spreading, because as I said, I've seen women do this. When there's five people on a fucking train, and I don't give a shit if you're curled up in a, you know, laying down. That's mm-hmm. fine with me. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm commuting in the morning, and there's, there's, the thing is packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Usually when there is somebody man-spreading, or woman-spreading, or for the fuck you're doing, mm-hmm. I'm not the one seeking the seat. I figure I'm in my, you know... Well, mid to late thirties now. Um, you know, I'm in my like mid to late thirties. I'm generally healthy, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I do see these people who, you know, older people or a fucking pregnant woman or something like that. I mean, Jesus Christ, you fucking prick! You don't even mm-hmm. have to get up. You need to move your leg slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and no, and why should I have to ask? Why should I have to discuss myself with somebody who's obviously a horrible person like you? 
I it degrades me to speak to them. I, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I mind if I sit down? I'm pregnant. And I, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah no, 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 no. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Because here's the thing. When I'm sitting on the What's subway train. Like, no, fuck you. Uh, I, you know, it's not like a no, cave No, no, I've never seen anything there. like that. I have seen many people just do nothing, though. Many times. And it's, uh-huh. it's, uh. I think you're being racist. I'm not being racist. I'm being the way I am. A, a, a registered sex offender threw his cat out the window. Oh, that should a... that should is that is that really against the law? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what the I don't know what the two have to do with each other. Is he, really the issue. he may be the most the most despicable person in the world. He's that is a, a that is a that is a um that is a uh, condition I didn't know was on the sex offender registration. Regist- he's a registered sex offender. He threw his cat out the window. Threw his dog in a trash chute. And he's a personal trainer. <laughs> wow! Wow! He's, what a dick! He's the worst person on earth. Michael Hutchinson, twenty-nine years old. Oh, he's even got a dick name. Yeah, I don't even know why that's a dick name. Threw his cat out the window just as a goof. Threw a dog down the chute. He, he didn't even get rid of it for drug money. You know what I mean? He just <laughs> <laughs> threw it in the garbage. <laughs> hey Jim, uh, you know what? I could do this all day, but uh, oh, thank God, this is coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, you know, I, I, so we, we don't. Oh wait, there's one more thing. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we didn't talk about this guy, this rich guy, spurned by own dad. Oh yeah. Oh, they don't know the meaning of. Eh, we'll talk about him later. Julian the Grober, and he's rich. Uh, Jim, Mazzy and Poke, helping justice work for you. Yes. Uh, Jim, thank you so much. Happy to be being here. Two hundredth episode, I think. This is yeah. Why not? Um, Thanks for, uh, you know, uh, listening to the show. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you, uh, you know, following up, be online. If you leave, if everybody who heard this left a review one week on Stitcher and it was like a five-star review, like a good one, don't go by this show. I mean, let your let your, let your your rating be, uh, you know, on, 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 you know, like that speaking for the cat one. We did that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was good. People liked that one. Yeah, we did that one, and we did, they only called a, uh, it was it was uh, very probative, highly probative. Highly probative. That was Jim a Polk, good, good yes. episode, yes. Uh, it was great episodes with Jim Poke. Check them out. And, uh, and, and also, you know, the other people, they're, they're pretty funny, too. And uh, all those episodes available at crimereport.nyc. You can listen on iTunes. Listen wherever you're listening. They already know where yeah, to was, listen. Yeah, was Chris Laker leaving today when I came in? Was that Chris Laker leaving? Is he yeah. going to be in an episode? Chris Laker, yes, probably. He was probably just on. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, Chris uh, Chris uh, Laker. Big fan of Chris Laker. And uh, and big fan of... Uh, I've always been a fan of Chris Yeah, Laker. Laker's a very funny guy. Uh, here's all you have to do if you get a chance and you know whatever we pre- and I know you, nobody's listening to all you have to do just leave uh, if you leave that five star review you make a nice comment then you know that's all we can ask for and if you can't you don't have time keep listening to the show it's much appreciated and and also uh, a patron Jim uh, uh, a fine patron of the show yes yes you cost you, you, you a, cost you a dollar to do this yeah <laughs> and worth every penny <laughs> Uh, uh, you can uh, you can support the show by going to patreon.com it's much appreciated we don't fuck with it until the end I'm not gonna like bother you with it you know I listen to a podcast they nine minutes of ads in the first in the first ten minutes nine minutes that's ridiculous you guys listen thanks for listening uh, and thank you one more time Jim happy to be here thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report
because they're all pussies. Oh boy, there's a guy with a huge cock. Is it over? Lonely and uh, by the railroad tracks. <laughs> Was the landlord of Tilly Mitchell? <laughs> Poor Lyle Mitchell is at work that day. <laughs> Where Tilly Mitchell is with David Sweat. <laughs> Down at Clinton Correctional Facility. Facility, yes. Yeah.